because um, a couple of years ago, I was opportuned to work with this um, firm on a brand activation for Coca-Cola um, when they released this um, apple and orange, like poppy orange, that product line. So they did these activations in different parts of the country, the west, the east, the south. So I and some of my friends were lucky enough to join the south slash the east team. And because, I mean, it's a multinational company, they have money to take care of staff, whether your contract staff, um, however it is. So um, the, the venue, the hall we were supposed to use for the activation was in a really luxurious hotel in Benin City. And um, so that evening, because we were nocturnal beings and we just wanted to explore, we went downstairs to the swimming pool slash the bar area and now the funny thing is that none of us planned for it and it's not like everybody was wearing like any swimming trunk or anything so we just sat down there okay some of us put our legs like our legs were in the water initially so the live guy came and like okay he's going off duty if you drown you're on your own so we removed our legs and we just sat there and we we're talking and we we're laughing and we stayed there till so a couple of guys came and sat down in the next table and to cut the long story short they started calling us <laughs> and then because we were really really young innocent and naive girls they were just smart and wanted to work i wanted to gain experience we just bonded ourselves back to our respective rooms and when we were in rooms the room service kept calling us that guy said you should come downstairs. I'm not going to use some of the things. I'm not going to go into details because I don't know if um, some of them will be very comfortable with the details that I am sharing. But it was crazy. I mean, you saw young girls sitting down. Doesn't actually mean that we are there. We're in the sex business. It doesn't mean. I mean, we could have just sat down there to like rest. You don't know if our parents own the hotel for crying out loud sake. You don't know if we we're there for a wedding. Why was that the first impression you have? And it was very funny because I thought about it. I looked at what each and every one of us were wearing. There was nothing, should I say, overly sexy. Not that it matters. Not that it matters. I, I have to like really um, hammer on that. Not that it matters, but you just felt that, okay, it's just cool to profile them. And it's just really sad. But anyway, guys, welcome back to the Navy Opera Podcast. I'm still so moving. Why did I say I'm still? Was that going to change? Anyway, on today's episode, we will be talking about profiling. Yes, profiling. We have all been profiled at some point in time. We have always been profiled every day. You get out, you meet new people, they profile you. You profile people. So this table is... Uh, it's, it's, it's two-sided and we will profile people, they profile us. Um, so I know we're saying profiling, profiling. In case you don't know what it is, the dictionary meaning is the act of suspecting or targeting a person on the basis of observed characters or behavior. Okay, and now profiling, in my own term, is the act or practice of regarding people as most likely to commit certain crimes have certain tendencies, exhibit certain traits because of their appearance, race, background, um, religion, without having a personal 
or individual knowledge or experience with this um, said persons. I mean, it's profiling leads to a lot of gender bias, sorry, a lot of bias and um, misjudgment. And it's just, um, it's, it's funny because I, know, I really asked myself this question before I recorded this episode. Is profiling actually, yeah, it's painful when it is done to you in the negative aspect. But is profiling actually, uh, is it actually <laughs> right or wrong? Because, you know, it's always, it's always a bit biased when something you like, you always tend to negative side. For example, I graduated from the Federal University of Technology, where, and um, when you come out and you say, oh my God, I'm a photographer, people are like, yeah, you must be good. You, <laughs> I know some people in that school that don't know Jack. Jack, they do not know. But then you're being profiled because you're a graduate of this institution, then you are supposed to have some level of technical know-how, which uh, (laughs) may or may not always be the case. But let's talk about profiling, the different types of profiling. The first one I want to start with is social profiling. Now, have you ever lost an opportunity or a job or a gig because of your social media profile like people actually like draw conclusions recruiters because of your social because of your social media profile and you know the truth is when you are the one doing the deduction as there's nothing wrong you feel like there's nothing wrong with it and yes it's kind of thin person like when when you're saying it it's not such a big deal till it happens to you and it's funny because a lot of recruiters, you know, in your CVs, they'll ask you for your Facebook handle, your LinkedIn hand handle, some actually your Twitter handle. Some just want every social media platform. They want to know if you're there. And then when you go there, they start searching, they want to see your interactions, they want to see the kind of posts. I've worked at a recruitment agency before. Safe to say that, to a large extent, they even check the people you follow. They want to know the kind of content you are feeding your eyes with. It's that bad. And it's just funny because they, they, on the other hand, feel like they can um, deduce certain, uh, just deduce the kind of person you are before they even deem you fit for an interview. So just want to summarize and be like, does this person fit into organization and culture, um, our goals, core values, what is this person like? It even goes down to religion. Some persons, is, um, like your religion, for example, may limit you for getting certain um, opportunities and it's funny actually okay i'm just going to use this quick example there's somebody i know <laughs> um she is yes she's she's a she's a hot girl hot girl um she posts like test traps when i mean test oh the testiest of the traps there is like really test traps and twerking i forgot yes she's steady giving us the twerking thing and plus other things that you would feel um even if she's not there even if she's not like in that particular content but uh the content of the content see what i did there (laughs) is always has um what would judge as having low moral value or standing and when she finished posting all this thing Give or take like one or two hours, she would come back and screenshot all the DMs that guys sent her, asking her, um, how much is it for a night? 
this one that when I should go I'm not a cold girl. The day she's not having, the day she doesn't want to type and she wants to show us her pretty face, she's just gonna do a Snapchat video and be like, I'm not a cold girl. I work hard for my money. So shut the, uh, 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 you know, she just says all those things. You don't have any right to judge. If you're judging me for based on what I post, ha, you're kidding. If you ever send me, and I'm like, okay, okay. And it just really got me thinking, right? What? Okay, like, you know, truth is, data is like the new currency. Like, your social media is kind of like a reflection of you. You know, when you have, like, um, you know, when you say, like, um, an office, for example, has branch offices. Now, it's weird if Diamond Bank, uh, I think it's Diamond Slash Assets right now, yeah? The Diamond Slash Assets Bank um, branch somewhere in Portacourt deals in spare parts. The main bank does banking services. That's the main, the main brand, the the head office. Sorry, in VI Lagos, banking services. Then another branch in um, in Kanu does real estate. I feel like that's how it is with social media. Social media is by, it's kind of like an extension of who you are, and um, it's just really, it, it's it's complicated. Really, it's complicated, but you should also learn to give people benefit of a doubt like don't completely judge um you know completely judge people based on what you see but then some other times you are not wrong by judging based on what you see especially considering the fact that like with the internet users they show they broadcast every move online everything they're doing they're broadcasting in real real time everything they're saying, everywhere they're going to. So it's kind of like hard, you know, to just really exclude or um, excuse certain social media patterns. Now, the second type of profiling is racial profiling. Now, according to the American Civil Liberties Union, it was the practice by law enforcement officials of targeting individuals because of their race or national um, origin, to be associated with a particular crime so when you see this particular race you feel like they have more tendencies to commit crime than others i mean we can relate to this well we've heard of a lot of shooting of black people probably you're accosted by the police and you just want to bring out something from your car and then they just shoot you on the spot because they assume that you're black you're automatically a gangster and then you're trying to bring out you know a gun to shoot them there's just so many um race perceptions about Africans, even about Nigerians, about Asians, about Europeans, there's just a lot of racial um, profiling and everybody does this, everybody is on this table, I include that we are on this table of um, racial profiling. The next one is ethnic profiling, yes, deducing or taking action on um, a person's behavior based on their ethnicity instead of you know individual con- conduct or objective evidence it's just like this ethnic profiling affects every one of us no no you just say i'm from an umbrella like hmm, yeah people like money you like money so much you like mo- you like money say so, okay a lady from in my state, hmm, 
I didn't have money for a bright price. So, like, no, here's the thing, yeah. I'm not saying that most of these things are wrong, but there's just this. Okay, there are a lot that I've, I I really didn't want to say them, but for example, there's just like this profiling that if you're a lady and you're from Owerri, you automatically lose. That's that's crap. I mean, serious crap. Like we do it. For example, this thing we say, waiting Musa no go see for gate. That's ethnic profiling because you automatically feel or reason that every Hausa man has to be a gay man. Or when in our movies, our plays, um, stories, whatever it is, the house, um, the I don't want to use the word housemaid, the housemaid or domestic staff has to be either an Apan or an Ekaite. And then you just have like, when you hear people talk, there's just like a lot by saying, okay, this tribe, they are more, if you just say you're from this tribe, they'll look at you like, hmm, you guys are superstitious. They say from this tribe, hmm, you guys are dirty. From this tribe, hmm, you guys are lazy. That is ethnic profiling, dears. We do this and let's just make, I feel like it's something that is, it, it, it's hard for us to, st- to actually wake up on morning and stop, but you have to make conscious effort, and that is something I have tried to do, making conscious effort, okay? Let me try to get to know this person well before I deduce. Now, the next one is gender profiling. All of us can relate to this. When you treat somebody or just draw a conclusion based on their gender. Oh, Twitter, Twitter NG fam. Men are what? <laughs> men are scum i'm not going to lie that yeah men would uh i feel like every gender has equal power to hurt you to um to deceive you yeah and probably it's more predominant but you know the whole like general assumption of oh men are scum like even when people advertise for your job for example marketing jobs Every other time there is it's just that what some firms are becoming like really their HR managers are like getting smarter. So they don't just put female marketers needed. They just try marketers, but if twenty persons interview and the slot is needed for five, they are going to take four ladies. Now the one lady they're going to take, um the one guy, sorry, they're going to take you have to have like a high level of charisma. Why? Because um, the female gender has a more alluring and welcoming, you know, presence. So they are going to use this to get more customers. That is gender profiling. I mean, the female employees, for example, in some companies don't have the right to add their husband to their health benefit, probably health insurance. But on the other hand, these husbands can add their wives and their kids to their health insurance. But in some companies wives don't have that right and then it's just simple when you see any young guy um with dreads for example with ripped jeans sneakers probably a really nice alexander mcqueen or an air force with a sharp polo a shiny chain i mean all the chains are shiny he's a yahoo boy <laughs> a working boy as we would call it i mean this are our gender profiling Okay, my friend told me this story when he was traveling. I think it was from Abuja to Oweri. And they got to, um, I think, somewhere in Inugo. And then, luckily for them, the police started searching their bus and told all of them to calm down. And then they came down. He saw a laptop in his bag. 
and told him to bring it out. He brought it out, told him as a receipt for the laptop. Mind you, this is the laptop he's been using for like four years now. Um, and he said he doesn't have a receipt. They asked him, how am I supposed to have a receipt? It's like, I'm supposed to have the receipt to my phone, wherever I'm going to, but he didn't have the receipt. And he was there, he told him to turn on the laptop. They checked everything in his laptop. I mean, this is not just, I've had another friend tell me the same thing. And I've had a personal experience where I was in a bus, like I was going back to school then, while I was still in school. And um, they searched the bus, they saw my laptop, they didn't ask me to open it. Neither did they ask me for receipts. That's gender profiling, ladies and gentlemen. You're concluding, okay? Um, police harassing young men, you're using an iPhone, yeah, working boy. <laughs> yeah, Yahoo boy. Where's your client? They check your Gmail, uh, you young boy. Um, you have a car, yeah, working boy. You make money too early, it's either you working boy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing this, you working boy. <laughs> but it just sounds really um, hilarious. You say, uh huh, he has damn blood money. They never see you when you're putting in the process. So, like, when you're poor, why don't you ever ask what is the source of this person's poverty? Why is this person poor? It's the moment you make money, the Analyst Association of Nigeria will take up your matter. We're like, how did he make money? What, what business is he doing? If he's in that business, how much gain is he making? How did he make the money? Analyst Association of Nigeria. If, okay, your girl, ah, you slept with, oh, Kezaya. You have, you have shared it with the whole world. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm laughing, but this is just annoying. Your mobile business, you have shared it with everybody. There is no way you, like when you saw the person suffering, why didn't you ask what is, you know, what is the origin of your poverty? But once you see money, Okay, probably let's say she's working in a firm, and so probably um, just to December she went to Dubai, maybe made a quick stop at Seychelles. Uh huh. Say, how much is she? How much are they paying her? Egoni, how much are they paying her? She's a uh, story. Sugar daddy now, sugar daddy. Have you seen the kind of hair, her shoe, her bag, her clothes, everything designers? Uh, sugar, sugar, sugar daddy. But if it's a young man at that same age that is living large, you know, dripping everywhere, you're not going to ask if it's a sugar mommy that's giving him the money. That's it. And the very funny ones, even landlords. Landlords. A lot of landlords don't let out their house to single young women because they feel they will turn it into a brothel. And it's just crazy. I'm still trying to understand the rationale um, behind that. And it's just, it's just like, it's a lot. And generally, like I said, each and every one of us have been profiled. I can just remember a quick one time when we went for an interview and it was like running late. So... And that place was like firms and just hotel areas. So I and um, should I say someone I just met there. So we're trying to like get um, a cab to go home because first we knew we were young girls and it was already automatically late to say we want to use the normal like um, route because I don't know, it's just this phobia of being a young girl and this. Yeah, in fact, you're leaving 24/7. You have to be cautious. You have to be careful. You have to be alert. And coincidentally, we're going like the same direction. And then we stood there. We're trying to like wave that. No, it's just very funny. You see, silly, silly men. They will stop, wind down, be looking at us. Like you know how, let's say you go to buy fruits, 
and you're checking the fruits, you're checking the size of the watermelon, you're checking the pineapple. Ah, this banana, this one is fresh. This one is not fresh. I like the size of this mango. That's how I like to eat my mango. That is the kind of loss they had on their faces. And I kept asking, like, I looked at what we were wearing. I'm like, oh, ma, where ninth of you they come from? Like, what is, what is so, even that is still not an excuse, but I was tr- really trying so hard to understand it. Now the question still remains, which I want you guys to like answer in the comment section of this podcast. Is profiling a discrimination or not? But most importantly, learn to do better and be less judgmental of people. Bye, guys. See you next week.